Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, July 15th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. So glad you can join us today. But before we get into the scripture, let's have a moment for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for your faithfulness in ways we have not seen, for your faithfulness in ways that we have seen, for your faithfulness in ways that we will see. May we hold on to all that you are. We pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to the sixth chapter of Ephesians, verses 10 through 17. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand therefore and fasten the belt of truth around your waist and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is your favorite thing about your hometown? Um, two things. One, just the topography, right? So like Western North Carolina, lots of trees. Um, I don't remember ever being hot in the summer and we didn't have air conditioning. So um, I literally, while looking at um, the weather for this weekend, which uh, is supposed to just be a horrible, like 110 index, I was like... How far is it to a, a cooler place in Western North Carolina? See, thank like, you. That's literally I know. where I was looking. Um, and the other thing I miss is that I lived in such small communities that if you were going anywhere in town, you were going to see somebody you knew. Hmm. And I like that. That is pretty great. Although sometimes it was a pain, but on the whole. <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, I bet if you stay in Huntsville for the next 50 years, it'll feel like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, favorite things about my hometown? I mean, I'd say the first is probably just that my parents are still there that's probably the best thing about it um i can think of far more criticisms than things i like about it um but uh yeah my my parents are there mexican food mexican food Uh, i uh i can be quite picky there are uh there are different types of mexican food there's uh west mex there's baja there's sonoran uh, and Taco I am, Bell. There's Taco there's Bell. There's Del Taco. Which, get, don't get me wrong, I love me some Taco Bell. <laughs> but it is not Mexican. But, but I am I am partial to Sonoran Mexican food, which is what's in Tucson. Uh, and 
so that is that is definitely the best thing about it. We just had some members who traveled to Tucson, and that was the only uh, things I could give them to do. I'm like, here are four spots you can go eat. I'm like, what should we do? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I got nothing. <laughs> I tried to figure that out for 20 years, and That's then I left. Funny. Go visit my parents. Go visit my parents. Like They're there. great. <laughs> but too hard text. Paul, Paul within this text in Ephesians says, For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Tara, what the heck is Paul talking about? He's talking about spiritual warfare. And for Paul... You know, he doesn't want people to um, to feel animosity or um, ill will, right, to other people necessarily. Um, and he reminds them that it's really not about the people, that there is something bigger than us. Um, Paul describes it as evil, as the devil, that there is something in the world that runs counter to what God wants and that that's really what our concern should be about. Um, for me, I don't think so much in terms of necessarily evil or the devil. I think very much in terms of sin. And for me, sin is what I name those forces that run counter to what God works in the world. Um, in a lot of ways, I see that as uh, human beings being focused solely on themselves and caring only for themselves, and that manifests itself in sin. Um, But I think this is helpful because we also have institutions that are evil, institutions that are sinful, that collectively we have set up that benefit the few or the privileged or whatever. And so what Paul is calling for is that within ourselves, we are supposed to be so rooted in faith and in God's love and grace, that we are able to work against those things, even though they're so large, even though they seem insurmountable. Um, what about you? What do you do with the problem of evil? Yeah, you know, in two sentences. What do you got, Brett? <laughs> uh, well, I think I, I think what you ended with was was so uh, critical and important. Is sometimes this passage can be drawn specifically only to our when we talk about uh, spiritual warfare, that can be sometimes boiled down to only our individual yeah. uh, wrestling with with our own sin and our own ego, and uh, and that's certainly part of it. I don't want to erase that part of it. I think that's absolutely uh, what Paul is talking to. But Paul is also drawing it out to something bigger than that. Uh, that it's also uh, a warfare within the community uh, that you should be caring about. Um, I do also want to point out, I think sometimes in our minds, when we think of evil and good, we're caught up in kind of a dualistic way of thinking about it. Of It's it's these two, you have, you have the devil on one side and the angel on the other, and they're just fighting and hopefully the angel wins out kind of thing. And I don't, I don't find that in scripture. I don't think it's that kind of dualism. Uh, I, I hold probably more to the Augustinian view that uh, evil is the absence of God uh, uh, where or the perversion of God's good gifts. Uh, and so, Which I think is much worse. Uh, yeah, which is much more terrifying in a lot of ways. Um, and so uh, that is still in and it of itself, whether you hold to a more dualistic view or, or uh, that Augustinian view, 
both of them uh, require um, this militaristic language of, of battling that, of, of that this is something that is worth dedicating your life to fighting against. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is just your own uh, selfishness uh, when it comes to caring for others, whether that is the selfishness of an institution you're a part of uh, that is that is limiting dignity for others. Uh, there are all these things that are we are dedicating our lives, which is where I think the militaristic and, and, and the war metaphor comes through, is that this is something you're giving your life for. Um. Yeah, and I think this language, too, is if we are to ever live into the kingdom, it is going to require an entire change of heart and psyche. Hmm. Um, And I think that's what Paul is hoping here, that you will so live into God's goodness, that you will make good choices, yes, but you will make them with such a good heart and out of the right motives and that that's actually what will change all of those bigger things. Um, You know, it's entirely possible to make the right choice with a heart of stone, Um, but I don't think that's what Paul wants. He wants us to always be rooted in truth and in grace and in righteousness and to live that out into the world because that's really the only thing that can combat that sin that drenches the whole of the world. And I, and I think that's where, you know, again, as I was trying to not discount the, the individualism is of that we do work within our inner lives uh, with all the things we talked about on Monday, all the aspects of God that we're trying to cultivate uh, and recognize within ourselves so that uh, we have the hope uh, to go out uh, and fight against those, those terrible things in the world as you said, even when it feels hopeless, um, that we hold on to righteousness, we hold on to salvation, we hold on to peace, uh, and those are the things that are driving us forward, which are the gifts and who God is. Yeah. I love thinking about the idea that I am not called to be against people. I'm called to be, you know, to be against sin. And, um, and to rem- that's important to remember because we're all of those things. We're created in the image of God and we're also fallen and sinful. And with that, I'll let Alexander Solzhenitsyn, his writing, uh, get to that last point a little better than I could. He has written, if only it were all so simple. If only there were evil people somewhere insidiously committing evil deeds and it were necessary only to separate them from the rest of us and destroy them. But the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every human being. And who is willing to destroy a piece of his own heart? Oof. That is... Mm, That'll preach. That'll preach. (laughs) Thank you all for being with us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. We will be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.